0: Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am Sensei Raven Akundayo. So, I'm going it alone for this episode as I talk about healing through anxiety. Shout out to BHW, he'll be returning to us tomorrow for our anniversary episode, and we hope that you all check us out for that. First, I want to take a moment to thank all of the misfits who tuned in to THS Live last night, from the folks that chatted with us on YouTube to those who filled up our chat room on Facebook. We had a great time discussing masturbation and our anniversary week. If you missed this very funny, very enlightening conversation, you can head over to our YouTube channel, Revolution LLC to check out the full episode. So that's R A V O L U T I O N L L C. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you click on that bell so that you'll be notified every time we go live. Also, thank you to everyone who has hit up myself and BHW to let us know how much you've loved this past week filled with episodes celebrating our anniversary. I've loved the feedback. Even though all of you are kind of nasty for loving the masturbation episode as much as you have, <laughs> you guys are funny for that. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm gonna say this at the beginning of the episode, and I also make sure to say it at the end. Uh, please make sure that you're walking with us on social media. That's underscore t h s podcast on Twitter, on Instagram it's t h s podcast. For myself, it's Scorpy yogi across all platforms. And on Instagram and Twitter, BHW can be found at just call me Otis. So I want to get into this conversation uh, about anxiety. And I'm going to be really transparent, but I don't plan for this to be a really long episode. Uh, I wanted to cover this before we celebrate our one-year anniversary because my journey with anxiety and depression has played a really big part in my first year on the healing space. I have done my best to be as transparent as possible with the Misfit Universe. I hope that that has helped some. Uh, I know that it may have not spoken to everyone, but I felt it necessary for me to be as open as possible for my own healing and prayerfully for others. So I wanted to just touch on this really quick as we make our way tomorrow into our one-year anniversary, or excuse me, anniversary. I keep telling everybody, I was informed by someone that you're not supposed to say one-year anniversary. That's not really a thing. It's just anniversary. I don't know if I agree with that or not, but it's like stuck with me ever since I was told that. So I, I always pull myself back and just say anniversary. That's random. So anyway, moving on. Um, touching, uh, touching on the issue of anxiety. For me, it started about two months ago. A depression has hit me maybe two or three times this year. Uh, however, anxiety like fell on me heavy when I started my new job, and the journey has been quite interesting. Mostly because for a long time, and I can I can say this, I I say this at I'm reflecting back over the way that I viewed others, and I think that it's so interesting how the universe is always paying attention, and I think it saw that—and and, and I, I didn't mean to, but I think I kind of put myself on a kind of pedestal, if any of you can understand where I'm coming from, if any of you can relate— I put myself on a kind of pedestal when it came to what certain people were going through that I wasn't going through. Not in the sense of me feeling like I was better than they were, but more so I couldn't understand how someone wallowed in something for so long, you know, even with the work that I do. So I would see people, and and this is a better way to explain it. I don't feel like I properly explained it just now. Constantly seeing people posting about their anxiety online, that's what it is. So it wasn't where I put myself on a pedestal, it was just that I know that if I'm constantly going through something, I'm not going to be posting it online all the time. It makes me really uncomfortable. So seeing other people constantly talking about their anxiety made it difficult to tell who was genuinely going through that and who was doing it for attention, Hopefully someone fails me when I say that. So that's the problem that I was having was like, can this person really have anxiety this bad? Like it's been over a year and still they're, you know, they're the script that they're reading off of is one of constant anxiety. But what I have to understand is that it's not for me. You know, it's not for me to say whether this person is looking for attention or if this person really is going through that journey. I wouldn't want someone doing that to me, you know. So that was an aha moment for me. But unfortunately, the aha had to come in me battling head-on this thing called anxiety. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about that. And uh, this is information that I got coming from the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. The term anxiety disorder refers to a specific psychiatric disorder that involves extreme fear or worry. And this includes generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, and panic attacks. As well as agoraphobia, social anxiety disorder, selective mutism, separation anxiety, and other specific phobias. So when I was looking this information up, I was saying to myself, "My God, there's a possibility I've been uh, suffering. I don't really like I've been battling. There we go, I like that better. Battling this thing called anxiety in one form of another, in one form or another. Excuse me, for a long time." Because as I looked, as I read through more information, I saw obsessive compulsive disorder and I kind of make light of it. So I think that not all of my friends take it too seriously, but whenever someone goes into my bathroom, like whenever I have friends over and they use my bathroom, a handful of people have brought to my attention. They're like, so a little bit of OCD. And uh, for a moment, I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I remember the way that I keep my bathroom have this interesting thing with order when it comes to a lot of things often I feel like you can tell if I'm going through depression because things will be kind of all over the place when I'm in a really good place I'm huge on organization like everything has to have its place when I'm going through depression things are kind of wherever you know and It's something I had to start learning about myself because I would go through depression and not even know that it was happening. And I've talked about that before on the podcast. And one of the ways that I would know is if it just gets to the point where I lay things around, I don't attempt to pick them up. I am not someone who believes in having tons of clothes that I take out of a closet or something and just leave it laying. It bothers me, you know. And um, food, you know, like maybe I'll eat a bowl of cereal and then hours later, it's still sitting on the table or something like that. That's not me unless I'm going through depression. So with anxiety, it's I don't know. D- d- they work on opposite ends because with depression, it almost feels comfortable. If anyone listening can understand where I'm coming from, there's there's a comfort in it. You know, The the for me the sense of tiredness the sense of not wanting to do anything i just want to sleep i just want to stay to myself you know and for me there's a comfort in that it's the complete opposite with anxiety with anxiety i'm wound so tight and i'm constantly for me in my specific journey with anxiety it shows up for me in the probably the biggest sense in not being able to trust people if i can't trust you my anxiety is on 18000 like <laughs> and it it makes it it makes it very difficult for me to exist day to day and it becomes this interesting this interesting balancing act of being really really high with my anxiety and then the lows that come with my depression so it's like i'm i'm so Like, I'm looking everywhere with my anxiety. Like, who's about to do something to me next? What's happening here? What's happening there? And then with my depression, it's like, I just want to be left alone. I just want to go into a dark corner and be by myself. So the last two months have been wild for me because in working where I work now, I'm working with young adults who are battling mental illness and I'm 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 working with them and helping them as best as I possibly can while also going through my own journey, you know, and that's why I've had conversations with people before who have this unrealistic idea of what those who work in the mental health field, what who we're supposed to be, you know, when I first started as a life coach. Some of uh, the people that I know online, when we would have conversations, if I was ever having a bad day, they would always come back at me with, but you're a life coach, you're not supposed to feel blah, blah, blah. To this day, I just think that that's so strange. I think that it's weird. Like, so I'm no longer human. I'm not allowed to feel these certain kind of ways just because there's a certain amount of knowledge I have when it comes to wellness that I guess the average quote unquote person wouldn't have. That's crazy. You know, we we all feel and healers need healing, too, you know, and that's one of the one of the most important lessons that I've learned since moving to Atlanta is just how important that is, just how important it is for healers to have healers as well. You know, and I'm thankful for the people who have taken the time to pour into me since I've been here, because it's made all the difference in the world. I have a lot of moments where I feel very, very lonely. And I don't i don't know if I've ever actually said that here on the podcast before, but that's the thing with depression, is that according to how it shows up for you, you can look like you're the happiest person in the world, and you're not. And no one on the outside can really tell because you're still operating in day-to-day life. Uh, For me, anxiety is a little bit more obvious because for me, with depression, I can still go through life and I don't really have to, I mean, I can still interact with other people because it's more so a battle that's going on within. My depression oftentimes comes, uh, comes from me feeling down about certain things, you know? Uh, things that aren't necessarily going my way, or relationships, or things of that nature. But with anxiety, it's almost always coming from the outside in. You know, uh, the the feeling of not being able to trust has always come from the fact that I'm a deeply transparent person, and not everyone is that way. So my anxiety shows up in whispers, you know, or cut eyes at me, or things of that nature. And it should be a situation where I'm not I'm not giving power to those things. But again, we're human. So I'm hoping that there's someone who's listening to me and they're like, you know, I can relate. I can understand. Because true, we can say all day long that you don't pay attention to those kind of people. You don't give them that power. But it's all according to who we are and how we operate. For me, transparency means everything. And it's because... And I don't want to say it again because I feel like I've said it on so many episodes of this podcast, so I won't even go into it. But listen to God knows how many episodes of the podcast and you'll understand the the, the reason why I'm saying what I'm saying as far as transparency and why it's important for me to get it from people. Uh, But when I don't get said transparency, it, it leaves me in a place of feeling alone. And when I begin to feel alone, I start to feel like it's not possible that I should be alone. Why is it that everyone else is operating out of and then the anxiety starts, you know? And I begin to look at people like, how true are you being? And the worst part is, is that I know that I should be following my solar plexus chakra. I should understand that it's not lying to me, but I attempt to move in a place where it's like, okay, I'm not going to feel down anymore because this is unrealistic. And the truth is, no, my, my gut is telling me exactly what it is that I believe it's telling me, but I feel kind of outnumbered, you know, um, in society, I feel like I'm I'm looked at like I'm crazy. Like people look at me like you're doing too much. You're being too dramatic. You're being unrealistic in what it is that you're thinking. And the truth is, because I've never mentioned the name of my job on here so I can feel free to share this with you guys. I've actually ended up having to go into meetings, you know, and I've had to share with people that I feel like I'm about to break down. Mind you, I've been in this place for 2 months. <laughs> but but that that's how bad it is when you know with your gut that something's wrong, you know? And that's how anxiety shows up for me. For some people it's performance. I'm about to go on stage and anxiety begins, you know? For some people it's the feeling of being in large crowds, anxiety begins. Now, I'm not saying that those aren't the same for me because I'll, both of those things that I mentioned to you, I've had high, high anxiety when it comes to both of those things. But on a day to day, it usually has to do with me and not being able to trust people and people not showing up as their full selves and knowing that they're not showing up as their full selves, knowing that something seems just a little off, knowing that people have cruel intentions, you know, Not when, not when you're, you're not necessarily completely sure when you know, when you know, you know, you feel me? And that fills me with this dread because in my mind, I'm constantly thinking, what are you capable of? Because I can't operate out of a place of malice every day. I can't operate out of a place of, of hate. I can't operate out of a place of I'm, I'm going to get you before you get me because that leaves the person miserable you know, so that's what I've been working on, and I literally had to wake myself up one day, and I had to say to myself, I can't do this, you know, like, I can't do this with life, I have to be happy, I have the victory, and I continuously let people take my victory away from me, so I have to make a conscious decision every morning to wake up, and I'm someone who I I normally wake up in a good mood, so I wake up, and I'm like, okay, This is going to be a good day because anxiety for me will hit me before I leave out of the door. So I'll wake up in a good mood, go through the process of getting ready and everything. And then before I hit the door, I think about, oh, my God, this is going to be another situation (laughs) where I have to watch myself, where I have to pay very close attention to people not being their authentic selves who aren't walking in love and light. People who are looking to do things to you, who are doing things to other people, you know, and all of that begins to get into me before I even close my front door. And so I had to say to myself, you have the victory. No one can steal your joy unless you give it to them. So you have to make a conscious decision every day you walk out of this house to walk in happiness, to walk in love and to walk in light because the universe has never steered you wrong. You have been through a lot of dark periods and you always come out in the light. So why is this any different? And now that I've started saying that to myself, anxiety doesn't have the power that it had before. No, mind you, I say that in saying that it's only been the last week, Um, but I wake up and I say to myself, you have the victory. Don't allow yourself to even walk out of that door unless you understand that you have the victory. And it's been changing things for me because now I, I, go, I go to work and I walk in there and I'm just happy. I'm happy because I've been blessed to be able to do what it is that I want to do. I get to help young adults be the best person they possibly can be. I get to be a, a servant to the world and that's all that I've ever wanted to do. All I've ever wanted to do is be of help. In a positive way, and making a difference in someone's life, and I've been blessed with an opportunity to do that over and over and over. That trumps whatever it is that people could be doing behind my back. You know, it really does. And when you when when you sit there and think about that for a minute and believe it, don't just say it, believe it. It begins to make a difference, and you know that that allows me to kind of flow back really quick to some of the other areas of anxiety that I was talking about when it comes to things like the stage. Okay. So as someone who went to a performing arts school, I've had many opportunities to be on stage and perform. And according to who you're talking to, that form of anxiety can be a good thing or a bad thing. It's all according. For me, that kind of anxiety, I'll have butterflies in my stomach I'm nervous about going on stage. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. But the minute I hit that stage, it all goes away. You know, I begin to perform, whether it's acting, whether it's poetry, no matter what it is, the minute I begin to uh, perform, I feel like the strongest human being on earth. You know, like I can just go and fly and soar and I'm powerful and it feels amazing And I get off of the stage and it's like, I just have this release, you know, (laughs) so that that's one thing. But then you get into a situation, as I was talking about, as far as if you're attending a party. And I know for me as an empath, it's difficult for me to be in settings with a lot of people. And again, total transparency, where I am now in the last year, it's actually become difficult for me to be in a room where it could be even 10 people. Like I'm so connected to other people's energy. And uh, Thursday, yesterday, I actually found myself in a room saying to myself, okay, I can feel everyone's energy in different ways. I think I may have to excuse myself because I feel something coming off of each person. It's all different. Again, I don't know, you know, for the misfits who are listening who can relate, but it's, it's, it's quite a mindfuck. Like <laughs> it, it it, really, really is Uh, More so, it's a mindfuck Because if you're someone who Gets it If it's not completely foreign to you Now I can understand how scary it might be If you're saying to yourself I don't know what's happening to me But it really messes with you If you know exactly what's happening to you And you don't know quite how to navigate it In that particular instance You know? So For me, it's always been if I'm in large, if I'm in spaces with lots of people, but now when it's getting to the point where it can be 10 people, you know, maybe five people and I'm like, this is too much for me, I have to excuse myself, then that becomes a whole new journey for me to figure out. These are just some examples of anxiety, but I I can only imagine that there's so many more that people could think of, you know? Um, Just in some of my friends who I know personally and some people that I see online, anxiety is real. Anxiety is really, really real. And I know it's going to sound weird for me to say this, but I'm kind of thankful that the universe sent me on this journey over the last two months because I, I really did look at people who constantly posted it about it online in a way where it was like, is it genuine? Because I, it's always a situation where I begin to feel bad for those who are really going through and are really attempting to do the work. And they're doing it not necessarily in silence, but away from the eyes of the internet. But then other people get online and they can't stop talking about it. And for me, I'm like, but is it really pain if you feel the need to make it so public all the time, you know? It's one thing to put up a poster too, but when it's literally your day-to-day-to-day, and it finally got to the point where I had to say to myself, but that's not for you to worry about, you know? This may be somebody who may be screaming out for help, and the best way that they can do it is to go online and pray that someone reacts the opposite of you, Raven, and actually says, you know what, let me check up on them every single time. So that's the reason why I'm thankful that the universe sent me through this, because I needed to be able to look at this journey with different eyes. And I do. For those people who I saw posting online over and over again, you may never hear this podcast, but I apologize to you sincerely. I apologize to you that because I know better than the judgment that I put on you. I know better than that. But I'm a huge proponent of life lessons and learning And I've gone through a lot of pain in the last two months. But what I have to say for that pain is thank you. Because of that pain, I'm growing. Because of that pain, I am being born anew yet again in this year of the phoenix. I have never died as many times in one year as I have in this year. (laughs) Moving to Atlanta. Wow. Wow. I I know... I know being low very, very well. I know being low very, very well. And the journey of learning how to fly each and every time with new wings has been beautiful for me. So I give thanks for it. The journey absolutely continues, but I give thanks for the lessons and the blessings. I do. The journey continues with my anxiety. It does as I'm sure it does for whoever's listening to this who may be going through something similar. The journey continues for you as well. But as I said earlier, you have the victory. You do. It's all about knowing it and owning it. And there's the journey right there. Knowing it and owning it. It's not enough to say it. You have to believe it. And I'm slowly believing more and more every day that I have the victory over my anxiety. I do. You know, I can't allow people to constantly permeate my mind when more often than not, a lot of them aren't even thinking. Now, it's not to say that they're not being dirty. (laughs) It's not to say they're not being dirty. But I am not the thought in their head the way that they are in mine. And I have to allow for my space and my spirit to be clean. So that's what I pray for all of you. I pray that you understand that your spirit is Needs to be clean of all of that toxic energy. That your mind needs to be clear and clean of all that toxic energy. Do it for you. Please do it for you. It will make all the difference in the world. I am healing. And with that being said, this is going to be the end of the episode. I hope that you guys tune in tomorrow for our anniversary episode as well. I think that you're really going to enjoy it. We have laughs and we reflect on what our favorite episodes have been over the last year of the healing space. I would really like to thank each of you for listening. Uh, Hopefully this wasn't too dark. I just need to be able to speak about this because I know there's someone who's going to hear this who's going to be able to relate. So I hope that... It's not too triggering for people. Um, Maybe I shouldn't be apologizing so much, but I just don't want it to be a situation where people came into this and they're like, wow, after Black, Queer, and Unapologetic, this was a really dark episode of The Healing Space. Um, Trust me, uh, in in between, you know, this is an episode that's in between Black, Queer, and Unapologetic and an anniversary celebration. So trust me, you have more than enough episodes this week that are going to leave you feeling light and fluffy and Walking on Cloud9. Uh, again, if you'd like to walk with the podcast, that is underscore THS Podcast on Twitter. That is THS Podcast on Instagram. I am Scorpioge across all platforms, and BHW is just call me Otis on Twitter and Instagram. Again, thank you all so much for uh, listening to this episode, for healing through anxiety with me. Uh, please continue to enjoy this week of episodes starting all the way from last Sunday until tomorrow with our anniversary episode. I love you all so much. Thank you for supporting the healing space. Please continue using the hashtags A Year of Healing, THSPodcast, and Let's Get Healed. Until tomorrow, namaste.